0: Right about now, people here in Japan are starting to ask themselves, how much worse can it get? Struck yesterday by one of the largest earthquakes ever on record, entire communities swept away under a thirty-foot-high tsunami, and now this. Thousands forced to flee from the path of a radioactive leak. It's Sunday morning. Think of the twenty twenty Tokyo Olympic Games as a rebirth. Here
1: we are a decade later in the midst of another global catastrophe. But organizers say this will be an opportunity to show the healing and the connective power. Of sports.
0: These athletes have faced incredible hurdles and, along and the, the way. And the International Olympic Committee have in fact now announced that the Olympics in 2020 will be postponed until and 2021. And said that the Olympics will be pushed back no later and than... And as the sports September. begin awarding gold in earnest, we're reminded that loss is a powerful force for winning.
1: During the recovery reconstruction period, Japanese people have a mind to encourage disaster-affected people, and it spread all over the world.
2: We lost our crewmate, uh, but uh, he always been with us. His name is uh, on the boat.
3: When something crazy happens on the corridor, you know, I feel like I got really lucky. I feel like that's her on my side.
0: From NBC Sports, this is The Podium, a podcast about the Tokyo Olympic Games. Coming to you daily during the games, we'll bring you the stories shaping the greatest athletic competition in all the world, held in extraordinary times. This podcast is presented by Nordatrack from iFit. Amongst the buzz of results and excitement at the center of the gargantuan Olympic Press Center lies a small exhibit. Photographers in brown and blue bibs mill about nonstop, camera bodies draped on every available limb. We did stop and were quickly reminded of why the Olympics are here in Japan. Takuma Kano welcomed us and told his story of a day of great loss.
1: 2011年, um, March uh, 11th, 2011.
0: What happened that day over 10 years ago?
1: In Iwate, Fukushima, Miyagi Prefecture, it was seriously damaged uh, by Great East Japan Earthquake. In that time, uh... Uh, many buildings were collapsed, and also uh, in infrastructure like uh, road uh, also were also collapsed. And uh, many many people many people uh, lost their lives, and also lost their houses. Not only disaster affected people, areas, people, but also. All around, all around the Japanese people were depressed about, uh, about uh, disaster damage.
0: So looking back, how did the beginning of the reconstruction idea bloom? How did people feel about those areas?
1: Uh, during the recovery reconstruction period, Japanese people have a mind to encourage disaster-affected areas people, and uh, it spread all over the world.
0: And I would imagine these games play a big part in that, right? I mean, preparing to host the world means a lot of reconstruction. Uh,
1: During the Olympic games, not only for uh, recovery infrastructure, but also children uh, living, who lived in disaster-affected areas, we're uh, we're getting better uh, through, uh, because of sports, Olympic games. And uh, we, we hope so.
0: Waves can destroy much of what's in their path, but they can also propel vessels to new speeds.
2: My name is Luca Rambaldi. I'm a rower and uh, I'm from Italy.
0: Luca, you're amongst the top quad and double skull rowers in the world. Three world championship podiums, more in Europe. What's it like to bring that success to races today in Tokyo? Uh,
2: People... uh Maybe think uh, we take always uh, a good result in this year, and many people think uh, it's uh, easy it's easy to 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 be on the podium, but uh, it's very very hard uh, every time uh, go uh, on the podium and be uh, at high level it's very hard
0: I would imagine so, and the organizers aren't betting on better weather i mean we we say it's hot. But they've moved the schedule around. Why is weather a challenge in rowing?
2: So yesterday was a, a very hard race, and uh, the weather is very hot. I think uh, a very strong wind is uh, is coming, and uh, so the organization changed the the, the schedule. The, a lot of wind uh, makes a, a lot of uh, waves. And we we row on the water in very uh, small uh, and tiny uh, boat, uh, and uh, a lot of wind uh, makes uh, a lot of problems. It's not fair. The time uh, is not fair for all. Uh,
0: I'd like to talk about something close to your heart. Filippo Mandela, your crewmate who died of bone cancer earlier this year uh, at the young age of 26. How are you honoring him this year in Tokyo?
2: Yes, we lost uh, our uh, crewmate, but uh, but uh, he always been with us in our in our room. His name is he's, is uh, he's on the boat in the bow seat. He is uh, seat on the boat, and uh, he fight uh, he uh, a, a very hard uh, race uh, against cancer and uh, a cancer win. So it's it's very hard uh, try to to talk about this.
0: How do you carry it with you? How do you allow it to motivate you, Luca?
2: Yes, yes. Motivation, uh, it's uh, find uh, always uh, an objective, uh, a goal, a goal, always a goal, and try to go faster against uh, ourselves and against the other uh, crewmates, and always uh, think about uh, our race uh, we'll do here. Uh, always in, in the year we, we think about Olympics and this uh, uh, help us to stay motivated and to stay stronger every every day
0: we'll look for Filippo's name on we hope the fastest boat in Tokyo April Ross, who won bronze in Rio with Carrie Walsh Jennings, knows a thing or two about turning loss into motivation and strength into competition. Ten years before earthquakes rocked Eastern Japan, she was in the midst of a seismic shift of her own and takes that into all challenges, including these very unique reconstruction Olympics.
3: My mom has had a profound effect on my mentality. I think for sure she affected how I dealt with the pandemic. Just taking that time to do what I can with it. I still have, you know, the vivid memory of my dad and my mom sitting my sister and I down and, um, you know, saying, your mom, you know, has metastatic breast cancer and trying to be real but as positive as possible also. My mom was super brave throughout the whole thing and she did such an amazing job of just caring for me and my sister and being so selfless. Looking back, I am blown away by the courage and bravery that that had to have taken. For some reason, my sophomore year, I just had this feeling I need to go home and she was at the very end and um, I made it before she passed and I got to go in and and talk to her and kind of say goodbye. That was a hard moment, but I'm glad I got
0: there. Uh, When you make it to the Olympics, you think of all the people who sacrificed along the way. How does your mom fit into that picture?
3: Still to this day, you know, I got there and I want to make her proud. I believe that she's watching over me. And I know it's a little corny, but sometimes when something crazy happens on the court or, you know, I feel like I got really lucky, I feel like that's her on my side. Obviously, I want more time and more memories. You never know how much time you have on this earth and you might as well be in the present moment and make the most of it.
0: There's no replacing what is lost, but there is rebuilding what can be and now is. These Tokyo Olympic Games show us that. Buildings made anew and athletes' hearts filled with purpose. They certainly are the reconstruction games. follow the podium now on Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening to get automatic downloads and tune into the networks of NBC to watch it all unfold. This podcast is presented by Norditrack from iFit.